when girls go on dates there's there's the type of girls that are like oh i hope he likes me mm-hmm. when she was like that's the first red flag because the first thing you should think is i hope i like him mm-hmm. not ho- i hope he likes me like and that's why if i can't trust you to not put your ideals on my child i'm not gonna send them around you and then that's where we're gonna also have an issue yeah. you're not gonna like me i'm not gonna like you because <coughs> i family ready into because you don't want that to impact your life in the future and your children because it will hi i'm chelsea i'm angelica together we're two two random random girls um hey guys welcome back welcome back guys today we're going to be talking about questions to ask yourself before getting married would it be married or like engaged both right yeah married engaged staying in a relationship yeah um so the first question that we're supposed to ask ourselves is if he was your son would you be proud of him or be honored of how he is and stuff oh by the way we got this from a tiktoker i don't know her name but you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) um but yes would we be honored so the first question is if he was your son would you be proud of him or would you be honored of the person that he is by him we mean like the significant other the husband or the girlfriend or like just would you be proud if they were your child Mm -hmm. Mm you want to go first or you want me to go first um i think i think this is an important one just because i'm just like you know how mainly sometimes when something happens to a significant other you're like bro i wish i could tell your mom or like Mm -hmm. like your mom like no way that you're doing this and you don't think about like your mom as a female figure or something like that so i'm just like if i had a son i would want him to be like such a good guy and i think it's like it's more of a fact that like you you should ask yourself if he's such if he's a good guy that you would be proud like everything that the way that he's treating you you would be proud oh well i think of it more like if that was my daughter if i was my daughter would i be happy like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i think of it like it's like if you raised him like if your son turned out to be him and you raised him would you be proud yeah that you raised him yeah so like i feel like that's a really important question because it just means like does he i think it really means like does the significant other does the person have the qualities that you will want to instill in your child because they matter to you you know yeah. not like the, the significant others like your child or anything but just like i think it just really is trying to say like to do your values your beliefs do they align yeah and is it that's true mm-hmm. are they someone that you could be just proud of proud to be with things you don't have you don't have to hide things from other people like, heavy on that yeah like you're proud mm-hmm. to be with them i think that's what i get from that yeah that's true and also like i think also asking yourself i think this is also like asking yourself like would you be happy to introduce them to like family and friends friends. yeah Yeah. because like if you're i was watching the ted talk that i was telling you about Mm -hmm. but she was basically saying that her number one rule is that you have to introduce your significant other to your family and friends she said between the first first and fifth date because apparently that's when like 
you could fall hard for somebody so like if you're in your mind you're like oh i don't want to introduce him to my family or to my friends yeah. they are like then why are you with yeah why are you with him okay. and then um yeah so basically she was saying that we have to trust our family and friends because they love us instead of being like oh they're just jealous they don't have a good relationship or they said something that was like they were like um um what's it called they don't have a good relationship they're just jealous or they don't know how he is with me mm-hmm. and i was like <laughs> they don't know how he is with me but your friends and family love you <laughs> I'm talking to an anonymous source right now, but I'm like, they love you, right? Yeah. And I just feel like, in what she meant with the first and five dates, it's like, if you should always, I feel like they're easier to listen to someone when they're not in love. Because once yeah. you fall in love, like, love blinds you to anything. So, like, yes, ask yourself if, he, if he's your, like, if, if he was your son, would you be proud of him? But also, like, would your mom like the way he's treating you would your dad be like yeah that's the man i want for my daughter mm-hmm. like i feel like it it like goes hand in hand you know yeah i think that's very true um the second question is would you change anything about him right now because usually the lady on tiktok was saying explaining how girls usually fall in love with men like a, a potential instead of like the reality yeah. i guess yeah I think that's really very, very true. Girls are just tend to be daydreamers or whatever, and they try to they tend to pick like a couple good qualities in someone, and then they kind of create them to be like yeah, like only be those qualities. Wait, know? was it you that you were like, this isn't build a man? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. I was that, but for real, because I feel like that's what we tend to do. We tend to build a man in our head, like there was like many times in the past where i was like oh my god i like this man so much but in reality did i know anything about that man mm-hmm. no like i probably knew a few little things that i liked and then the rest i was like oh i could the change this days. yeah or i'm like oh he's this but heavy on the daydreaming mm-hmm. like not even or yeah the potential because i'm like no in my head this is how he's gonna be with me or this is how he would act if he was with me mm-hmm. when literally it's like the opposite you know so i feel like girls do fall in love a lot with potential and again like the ted talk that i was watching there was this the lady was saying how there was an example of a girl saying like oh every time i get with a guy they never want to have children and she was saying how in this generation there's only like peter pan guys which are like kids that don't want to grow up yeah, yeah men that don't want to grow up and then she was like i just wish i knew what the problem was and they told her the problem is that you instead of falling in love with someone that you know wants the same things as you you fall in love with like peter pants and then obviously you want to change them but why if they're happy like that like why are you trying to date someone that's not doing like this not like wanting the same things as you and i feel like girls just like they're like in the beginning they're like oh okay maybe he doesn't want to have kids right now but in the future he'll want to have kids yeah instead of like bro he's telling you like most most of the time men are just honest and like i feel like girls are more like oh but he'll change for me or he'll do this for me and i think most of the time they don't change i think a lot of times men they might be honest they might just say what they want and then you could hear what you want but i do also think they're all 
lot of men that lie. Yeah, that just they just lie. They lie. That's true. Just too. to get what they want. They say things and then they don't mean it. And then you're left. You're the one that's left like what the heck? Yeah. Because you're a liar. Yeah. Also, oh, oh, that's she also said that she was saying how when girls go on dates, there's there's the type of girls that are like oh i hope he likes me mm-hmm. when she was like that's the first red flag because the first thing you should think is i hope i like him mm-hmm. not ho- i hope he likes me like why are you gonna be with someone just because they like you that's true yeah so i was like damn that's tough because i every time i used to go on dates I, that's the first thing i thought of like oh i hope he likes me which is crazy because we don't even love ourselves over saying that like mm-hmm. damn and then she was also saying how um there's the other type of girl that's like Oh, okay. This is what I want. I want a guy who da 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 da, right? And so the guy, in order to just get her hands, is like, oh yeah, um, da 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 da, yeah. So then I was like, you can't really win. Can you? I feel like maybe there's just like a middle ground. Like, I think mm-hmm. you can win. You just, yeah. I heard that there was somebody. I don't remember where I seen this from. But it was like you're just gonna have to like, don't tell somebody exactly. What everything you that you want because then a lot of, a lot of people could just pretend to be that for the first couple of months and then after they get you you're in love or whatever then they should be like themselves yeah and actually that's a really common thing a lot of people apparently pretend to be what the other person wants i hear so many things on twitter like, i think taylor swift even sang a song did she yeah i'll try to find it she did she was like um like, I'll be the girl you were on for a couple of months. I don't know if she's being sarcastic because that's what people said she was yeah, doing yeah. or she was being serious, but I know a lot of people do that. But that's the thing. It goes back to like, the fact that people just want to like people, just to like someone. They want to be in a relationship, yeah. just to be in a relationship. They want to love, just to love. And I think that's what it is. Or sometimes also, like, they want to be in that relationship, like, from coming from, like, a girl that they dreams. Sometimes I'm like, bro, I'll do, I used to be like, I'll do anything to be in that relationship. But for what? Just because in my idea, and like in my head, that idea was great. Like no matter what, I would have, or like, especially when I was younger, mm-hmm. like when I was in middle school, I used to have this crush on this guy, <laughs> you know, that crazy. Yeah. Um, I used to have this crush on this guy. And in my head, I would be like, I would do anything. Like I would be anything he would want me to be. Like I went to this really white school really quick. This is for another podcast, the story, but I went to this really white school and the guy used to like used to wear Under Armour sweatshirts, and I used to go to Under Armour to buy those hoodies. Bro, what? I don't even dress like that at all. And I used to like do anything like to to make him like me. And I'm just like, for what? Like, I I would have been the girl he wanted me to be, just to be in that relationship. And I didn't even know how he is or like anything like that. And I think sometimes like boys do it. I mean, to get in your pants, but also they're like damn i bag this girl like i'll be whatever she wants me to be until i get tired and go to somebody else mm-hmm. which is crazy because that'd be crazy for real mm-hmm. um you want to say the third one? Oh yeah let's say so the third question is if something were to happen would i trust him to take care of my kids and be active because like you might as well be a single parent if you don't trust him to take care of your kids properly that's crazy. No, that really is. Because a lot of women, they don't they're, think about that. Yeah, and they're with somebody, like they have kids with somebody or whatever, and they're not a good, like their partner is not a good parent, and they actually end up 
being a single parent in a relationship. And I think it's much harder to be a single parent in a relationship than it is just being a regular single parent. Yeah, because I think it also like gives a bad idea to the kids. Like if I'm just seeing my mom or my dad being like the only one doing anything, I'm like, damn, like why are you even with him for real? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of women or like even men like about the girl like if she would be a good mom they don't ask themselves that questions because there's a lot of parents like still or also it was like more of like a cultural thing i think like back in the day it was more like you know girls are supposed to do everything for the kids and the men just laid back so i'm like in spanish it's like a machista thing i don't is it in english it has a thing right machista no, okay, I'm being super sorry. Well, in Spanish, it's called machista. It's like the men are like, oh, you're supposed to be doing that. Like, I'm not supposed to do anything, right? But also, like, nowadays, that's, like, more, less seen as okay. But I feel like just girls in general don't ask themselves, like, oh, is he going to be a good dad? Most of them just be, are like, okay, I want him to stay with me, so I'm going to make him a dad. And, like, that was not your choice to make. Like... Well, it is your choice, this is your body, but I'm like, at least talk to him and ask him, like, would you want to be a dad? Or like, or do you even think it's a good relationship to bring a child in? Like, I just don't know. I feel like they don't ask themselves this question. I think like for the baby daddy, baby mama culture, that's like a very, yeah. that's a question that should be asked. But like, even in like serious relationships and um, marriages, they say a lot of times people want kids, men want kids, but they don't really want what comes with the kids. kids. They want yeah. to be like a basically like a aunt or an uncle. Like yeah, even though while living in the same house, like they want the mom to do basically everything to actually raise the kid, and they don't really take part um, in active, active participant. They don't play an active participant. Like um, even if you're like a stay-at-home mom, stay-at-home mom is like. It's a full-time job, and it's even like more than a full-time job because you never get a break. Yeah. You're always there. Yeah, literally. And like they'll come here from they're like, oh, oh, well, I'm working. You're just staying home or whatever. But it's not. It's not just that. And when they come home from work, they don't even help the mom. And like, and like, I don't know why they think it's like an easy job because like there's people that are nannies or are babysitters and they get paid for it. That's their job. So a stay-at-home mom is a full-time nanny, like, it's a job. And, like, a lot of boys, like, are like, oh, but I'm over here slaving myself or, like, doing all this and you're home, like, but it's still, it's still not a, I think what it is is that it's not a, as rewarding as, like, other um, occupations. Like, a lot of people are just like, oh, like, well, you're a stay-at-home mom. And that doesn't feel make the mom feel any type, like, of better. That's why they have, like, the little mommy group chats. Because they understand each other. I feel like most men don't understand how hard it is to just be a stay-at-home mom. And they, like, uh, like degrade them in a way because they're like, oh, but you don't do anything. And it, and it should be like the opposite it should be like men like worshiping these girls like being like thank you for being a good mother because good mothers are hard to find like good mothers are so hard to find there's so many like i'd be going to the mall and like these moms just like with the baby snot all over not clean 
Looks like he, she hasn't showered the little d damn baby in a while. Meanwhile, she's over here in a shopping spree for five hours. The baby over here crying. Mm -hmm. That makes me so mad. I'm sorry, but like. We saw that in New York too. Then we were walking, and this lady was being so mean to her son. Yeah. I don't know what he did, but it was really nothing. She was cursing at him, everything, screaming at him in the middle of the thing, in the middle of the street. I was like, yo, I felt so bad for that little boy. He was like two, three years old. And like, you never know, like. And I, I just feel like having a good wife or having a good wife that's a good mom too is something that you should be like on your knees like thank you God because they're hard to find as well as like a hard hug, a good husband and stuff like that. So I think this question, I feel like, I don't know, I think out of all of them, I think this is one of the most important ones. If you want a family, like if you want to get married and have a family, I think this is one of the most important ones because personally one of my main goals is to have a family so why would i want a husband that wouldn't be a good dad yeah that i wouldn't trust him with my kids yeah because that's the thing i feel like a lot of people they have a husband but they don't have a partner or they have a wife but mm -hmm. they don't have a partner a marriage has to be a partnership or it's not gonna work yeah and you have to put an equal yeah like, effort maybe you can't always put an equal effort mm -hmm. but you can't always put an equal effort the other person has to be willing to take on like a little bit more but yeah. like not forever you know yeah literally that's why i've seen like tiktoks about how sometimes like obviously you can't put 50 50 but sometimes like let's say it, there's it's this couple they're older and then she would be like i'm at 25 percent so then the the husband has to put the rest and be like more attentive because she's like not at her 100 but if she's like at 90 and he's at 10 then she's more but they do it like that and i feel like they have to because it can't always be one-sided because even though you're not supposed to be like um comparing yourself like oh but i do this and you don't do that like apparently you're not supposed to do that but it's human nature like at the end of the day if i'm the one doing everything i'm gonna be like bro like you have to do something because obviously you're not i'm not gonna be happy with just me giving my 100 all the time and him like zero and i think it's not fair to say that people can't like compare like what they're doing it's like if you're if you're at a job and you're doing or if you're working at school like if you have a a group and you're all doing a project together if you're doing everything on the project you're gonna be upset and you're probably gonna tell someone to tell the teacher or something. Then why are you gonna get the same grade? You know, literally. If you're, if you're I'm the one doing all the work, I don't think it's fair for me to not say anything. Yeah. Because, like, I, I also don't think it's fair, but a lot of like like relationship podcasts or whatever, they're always like you can't compare yourself, and I'm just like, I'm not gonna lie, I always do. Like if I feel like I'm doing something and you're not, maybe if I don't say it, I'm always thinking it, cause like. And who is that helping? Yeah. Because you're always thinking it's going to lead to resentment. And mm -hmm. also, if you're always thinking and not saying things, it's going to lead to the, what? To not only the, the, degraded, the degradation of the relationship, but also, like, you're just going to be stuck like that. Yeah. You're not going to change because they don't know that. You, how you feel. How you feel. And maybe you don't have to say, hey, I do this, I do this, I do that. But maybe they'll be like, oh, like. Put a little more. Put a little effort. But it's also just like, they should know that. You don't like doing everything while they're doing nothing. Yeah. No, that's true. That's why I, I don't really agree with um, that one where they're like, oh, you shouldn't. Ooh, wow. But, <laughs> sorry, I was stretching. But, um, like, you shouldn't, like, I feel like that's just, like, them saying, like, don't talk about your feelings. You know? Like, you shouldn't tell them how you feel or, like, 
if you're you feel like you're doing more but i think that's something natural that anyone would feel like or like would realize yeah and like i feel like you can't just be like oh don't compare and like you won't like obviously you'll realize if you're doing more than someone right yeah um you want to say anything more about that question or should i go to the fourth one I guess like maybe just like weaponizing the awkwardness mm-hmm. because I feel like that's also a thing as to why some women don't trust their husbands with their kids because it's like you could ask them to do something and they're gonna like not do it well I could be don't know how to do it ask questions the whole entire time that you do they're doing it so they're just like you know what I I, I might well, not do it. Yeah. yeah especially like being with a kid all the time that's patience right there so for I feel like personally like for me I have so much patience with babies and kids mm-hmm. but when it comes to adults i'm really not patient like i just really that i'm really impatient with adults so i feel like if i had a husband and i know how to change diapers like at this age and i don't even have kids you know how to change diapers right mm-hmm. it's not really rocket science and if i have a, ch- a child a grown child i guess it is a man being like well, how do i do this how do i do that how do bro just let me do it at this point like at this point you're doing way too much with my dad, with my sister, she had a baby. He went to go stay with her at the hospital or whatever. And um, she was trying to sleep and he was feeding the baby. The nurse came in and she's like, like, what are you doing? Like, He was feeding the baby, like laying down or whatever. And he, <laughs> this is a newborn baby, like two, three days old. <laughs> like she, he was doing every single thing wrong. And the nurse was just like, she was yeah. just like, what like, What are you doing? And my sister got upset. Like, yeah. So just like, you know? And I'm like, he's had obviously a lot of children. Yeah. He's not. It's not his first time dad. Yeah. How do you not know how to feed a baby? How do you not know how to do this? I feel like it's not because you don't know. It's because you probably are trying to get your way out of it. Because there's no way. Yeah. No, and especially like he's a grandfather. He's a grandfather. Yeah. yeah. He should know. He should know. Like, are you just never gonna watch? It? Are they? Are they ever gonna leave you with the baby? Because you just obviously you don't know how to feed him. Yeah. Like, why is the sister? You, his daughter, you taking care of the baby, and not him sometimes. Like, you what? know, like <laughs> yeah. But I feel like a lot of um, of men do that. They, I yeah. don't know how to do things, and also like they feel like being with their children, watching their children as babysitting. Yeah, and that's like what it's your child. It's just your child. It's your job obligation. It's your obligation like, yeah. to be with your child. But yeah, they're like oh, like. Um, like babysitting for real and I'm like bro that's your child that's you live with that person that's yeah, not babysitting yeah, <laughs> and yeah they really I don't know and I feel like because this one she said was morbid because it was like will we trust to leave them if we die right yeah if you die but I'm like I'm like I just feel like I wouldn't be with someone if they wouldn't be my second option like obviously like you know how when you write a will or something like you could have you could put like if i die this is where the babies are going to but i think that's just a couple but I like think it has to yeah but like if it's let's say like for me just like if i died like if i would want like 50 percent of my mom or 50 percent of the guy or like if we were broken up i don't know if i wasn't married with someone that I trusted that if I died, my kids would go to. Mm-hmm. That'd just be insane. Like I just feel like that's insane. Like why are you married? Or why, why do you have a family with that person? Because at that point, it's like you're putting your kids and your love life like 
I mean, separate, yes, and it should go separate, but it's like you're putting their lives on, like, depending their lives on someone just because you love them, instead of someone that loves the kids as much as you do. But I also think it's just like they don't think about, like, the situation. It's like they don't think that if anything happens to me, this is who my child's going to go to. But they just probably think I'm going to be here to do everything to take care of the kid. Yeah, but that's when it comes to, like, like those moms that um, get like a stepfather for the kids mm-hmm. and then the kids are like we don't like the stepfather and the mom's like it's, we'll suck it up because I love him and that's it and then sometimes those uh, stepfathers are like really mean people hitting the kids or like other things right mm-hmm. and I'm just like why would the mother like at that point she's putting herself above her kids feelings and I mean like yeah you should do that sometimes but like it's like Back to the Plus, first thing. I don't think that's ever a thing that should be done. I think when you're a parent. Okay, good. I think yeah. neither, but I was like, maybe like that's what you're supposed to do. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I'll put my child over me at any I, point. Yeah. Like, like your child is very dependent on you. Like at first, babies they don't even know that they're separate from their moms. They think they're doing one person. Yeah. So like, as a mother, or as a parent. Your child has to always come first. If you're not ready to put somebody first above you at all times, do not have children. Yeah. Too many people are too selfish, too impatient. That's why the kids are like the way kids are being raised right now. These parents are impatient. They don't have the patience for children. They don't have the capacity to love a child. They don't have the capacity to love somebody more than they love themselves. Yeah. And that's the only the only can love like grown men. More than themselves. Because they're like seeking love. man validation. Yeah, man validation. And also, like, you could, you should always love yourself over everything. But at the end of the day, like, God forbid, let's say, like, it's me or my child. Like, someone is getting help, help at gunpoint, right? Mm-hmm. And they shoot a bullet at my child. I'm jumping in front of that bullet. Mm-hmm. Like, I love myself more. No, I don't love, I love that child more mm-hmm. than me. Yeah. And I would always protect that child over myself. Like, and I feel like some parents would not so many i've heard stories about people who basically um left their children in like a very dire situation just to save themselves yeah so people are like oh i can have other children but i'm like then it's just like children like nowadays movies always been like this people view children as property they view them as they don't view them as people you view them as like a doll if you're saying i can have other children but i can't get like another wife or i can you know what i'm saying and those kids, what are they to you? They're not people. They're like yeah. something to be played with. They're a play toy. Something to fill the time. Something you feel like you had to check off a box. That's why I don't like that. That's why I feel so bad for the children nowadays. Their parents, so many parents, they just don't know how to be a parent. They don't know what a child really means. They don't view children as human beings. Like autonomy, yeah. decision, they are able to make their own decisions. Yeah. personalities even they punish you for even having your own personality mm-hmm. especially because i feel like a lot of parents also like they try to they're like oh i already know i've already been through life and i w- i don't want you to make the same mistakes that, as i did mm-hmm. but at the end of the day like you say like they're gonna do their own mistakes because we did it like mm-hmm. our parents tried to make us perfect like obviously we're always gonna want what's best for a child at the, the end of the day, they're gonna have to live through mistakes. They're gonna have to go through things to like experience and like learn rights from wrongs. Because even if we tell them, like our parents told us, but still we went and did our own thing, and that's just like 
life. And I just also feel like a lot of people don't think about children as having the choice to choose things. They're like more like we tell you what to do. Like yeah, like always, like you live in my house, so you have to listen it's to like me. Children are literally like captors, captors, soldiers. They want you to just listen to rules blindly, follow everything, do everything they like.
It's basically I was watching a podcast and they were reading a story and it was like uh like worse ways you could punish and it's like horrible things like being having to stand on your knees on uncooked rice. That happened to my sister when she was a kid. She had to sit, sit on uncooked rice with her. Not my arms. Yeah. My mom didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> she said, Let me let me clarify. My older sister. Her mom would make her sit like um stand on her knees on uncooked rice. I heard her tell me that. I was like, what the heck? That's crazy. And I would see all the little marks on her yeah. knees. And she would have to be on the like. It's a weird punishment. But, but it, yeah, it, it hurts. hurts. Yeah. And so basically, this um person was like, oh, their grandmother, their great grandmother, would put um, crushed ginger in their butthole as punishment. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but what the, where did they come up with these punishments? I have no idea. I'm like, this is ginger in her this is torture. For her to, no, I'm sorry. That's such a little song. That's for like, that person what? to open the girl's ball or the boy's ball hole and put ginger in it, that's insane. I don't think it was one person, I think they had siblings, so it was like all of them. They put um, crushed ginger up their butthole. Can you Ew. imagine, like, why are you, as this old woman, Stripping your great grandkids, crushing ginger, and spreading their butt to put ginger in their butt. Who are you? You're a demon. Yeah, no, that's And that's crazy. literally sexual assault, and she should be in jail. But she's probably dead. <laughs> Damn. Because that's, that's so evil. They, they're so evil to children. It's like they're not able to be as evil as they want to adults. Yeah. So they just take out all their evilness on children. And then they, those children, they grow up, even though they think they're okay. They still have that same little spark of violence in them because that's why everyone's like, "Oh, it's okay. I can beat my kids. I, my parents beat me, and I'm fine." No, you're not fine because you think it's okay to beat your kids. Yeah, and, and that's not okay. It's not okay. It, they, 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 like, fantasize about beating their kids. You're like, "Oh my God!" Everywhere, if my kid does that, I'm gonna beat them. Yeah. Oh my, I can't. Like, I'm gonna beat my kids. They're so happy to talk about beating their kids. They're imaginary kids. They're not even alive yet. And the yeah. first thing you're thinking about is beating. Like, my thing is that, bro, when I babysit or, like, when I look at those cute little faces, never am I, like, oh, I, like, I can't wait to hit them. Or, well, I mean, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, how am I going to look at something that came out of me, right? A g- gorgeous little child. And be, like, and hit them. You're crazy. I've never even gone in a fight myself. Mm-hmm. What am I going to hit you if I've never hit a grown human being? Like, I think that's insane. It's literally horrible. But we went on a tangent. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, guys. Alright, so, um, fourth question. When you get married, do you trust it to be your feelings before his mother's? Um, yeah. I think it's a really important question because I think I've seen so many, heard too many stories about mother in laws and how mm-hmm. their um, husbands, they always side with the mother in law. Even somebody said that um, even the ring she wanted, her husband got the ring her, his mom? mother, his mother wanted for her, instead of the ring that she wanted. But in the end, um, it turned out like, okay, because he was just like, um, he just thought because she was a woman, and he she, she, she knew best? Yeah. Okay. And she, she ended up getting the ring that she wanted in the end, but there's still like many, many stories, especially in, um, I guess, like, ethnic communities. Yeah. I think that's a big thing in ethnic communities. Yeah. And I think like mama's mama's boys, mm-hmm. um, they exist also like in Italian communities. I know they say a lot about that, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, no. I think that would be a, 
major thing for me. Like I just feel like, like bro, where I feel like once you get married or once you get a family, it sounds harsh, but that's your new family. Like, yeah. like yes, you have a mom and a dad, and like I love my parents so 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 much. But once I get a husband and I have kids, that's my priority. Like you used to be my priority like my mom my mom always tells me like her priority now is my dad and me and even though before it used to be my grandparents and like but like that's just what happens when you decide to get married like you can't just be listening to like what they want or like like their things when it's like it's me and him we're a partner me and my husband are a partner and then why would we have a third wheeler? Like, I just don't understand that. Yeah, and sometimes, like, the, the husband, like, participates in it. Like, uh, you know, isolation of his wife or something. Like, there was a story about this lady. She went to on vacation with her husband's family. And they wouldn't invite her to dinner. He, they were, he, um, so basically, they're hanging out the family paid for it or whatever, vacation. Yeah. And um, she sees her husband's getting ready, and she's like, Oh, like, where are you going? He's like, oh, we're going to dinner. She's like, oh, I didn't know. He's like, oh, it's just a family thing. Mind you, she's married. She's his wife. She, like, why are you, we're on vacation together as a, as a family, supposedly. Yeah. You guys are going out to dinner and you're leaving me up in the hotel room. Nah. So she went to dinner. He did not take her, even though after she was like, what is, like, that's so wrong. She just packed her bags and left. Yeah, really got mad at her. They're saying that she was wrong for leaving. Lady, if you're hearing this, you were not wrong for leaving. Like, so many people, they just... And I also think it's the mother's fault. They are smothering. They're too... Overbearing. Overbearing. Yeah. And, like, of course, if you grow up like that, you're never going to see a problem with it. That's why I honestly have a problem with garbage boys. You can love them. Love them wrong, too, bro. I think everybody should love them now, but don't you... Don't be crazy. Don't be weird. Don't be weird because at that point it's like you're having a yeah, relationship with your mom. And that's yeah. what it is. A lot of people are married to their mom. And that's weird. It's very weird. Like I'm not gonna lie, like my mom is very like overbearing, I guess. Like but like I'm not married to her. Like at the end of the day, like, okay, you could tell me things, but like I just feel like mama's boys are like I'll put my mom over anything yeah. and like even if my wife is saying this is wrong or like I hate moms that defend their sons and they're cheating or like yeah and like they're like no it's fine anything he does is good he's he's a perfect little boy obviously the boys are gonna think oh I'm a perfect little boy my mommy's telling me this mm-hmm. oh wait you have to learn how to teach them right from wrong or like yeah. and I just no I don't like mama's boys because I think that's just like Grow up. I think that's what you're it is. Grow, yeah, grow you're, up. Literally a child still. If you're, you go to your mom for like, there's no problem having a relationship with your parents. Yeah. But there has to be boundaries, and it cannot affect your other relationships with other people. That's where it becomes an issue. It becomes a problem. Yeah. Like, how are you able to have a good, healthy relationship if your mother comes before your wife and your children? If your mother is making decisions for your children. That's why yeah. I have also a big issue. I cannot have my mother-in-law making decisions on my children. That's why you have to be careful who you marry with. Yeah. What family you marry into. The family is just as important as the manners. Yeah. Like, that's a big thing. That's a good question, too. Yeah, Because a lot of times, they could try and take your child from you. And I also need to know the family I'm marrying into because there's very, like, strict 
rules and ideals I want my children to have. There's a specific way I want to raise them, and I will not have people undermining that. Like, I want my children to be good, I want them to be respectful and good people in society and want to help others. I can't be married, let's say, to a person whose family raised them to be maybe more selfish, who have selfish things and are teaching my kids that that's okay. Because yeah. I, oh my gosh, I was watching the show, and this lady, she was a horrible person, a bully, used to burn people with curls, with curling irons, absolutely, all over their bodies, slap them, go to their house, punch them, <laughs> make them strip their clothes, she ended up killing one person, she pushed while bullying them, she set her clothes on fire, and push her off the basically off the at this point she was a serial killer yeah like, she ended up killing a sociopath but yeah she did she was a sociopath and she never seen any problem with that but she had a daughter and her husband didn't know this about her her husband thought she was yeah. i mean probably thought she was a, not the best person in the world but she was a good person she was very rich he was also very rich but that's what money sometimes makes people feel like they're untouchable yeah. And she had a daughter, her daughter the sweetest girl in the world. Her husband doesn't think his wife is a, a bad person. But the um, the person she used to bully becomes a teacher of the little girl. And she's letting everyone know that no bullying, nobody would be mean, everyone would be kind and sweet in this place. The mom doesn't like that. The mom is like, oh, it's trying to like make the kid more like her, talking to her about everything but all bags are heavy or she's like all like she was talking about just money and stuff like that and making the child want to be like you know yeah like i don't have to say that but like like i have money so i'm on top so i'm on top she like wants her child to do that she doesn't want her child to ever work hard her life or anything stuff like that i don't want anyone to instill that in my kids yeah to instill that they're better than other people because they have money yeah, and especially, like, I feel like if it's family, like, kids are also going to be like, but that's my grandma or that's my grandpa. Like, they're not going to try to teach me wrong. Or, like, but that gets me mad, too. Like, I'm like, when I have my children, I'm sorry. Like, yes, you're the dad. And I know this is going to be crazy what I'm about to say. But he came out of me or she came out of me. So on top of everything, they're going to listen to me. Like, I'm going to make the rules. Like, bro, it gets me so mad when the mother-in-law is like, you should name him this or you should name that. F off, lady. F off. It came out of me. I had that little baby in me for not eight months. Nine months. <laughs> nine months. It's mine. Like, obviously not my property. But, like, bro, I'm, you're bugging if you think just because, like, you're the grandfather, you're the uncle, or you're the aunt, that you're gonna tell me what to do with my child. Yeah. yeah, like, that gets me so mad because I'm like, I'm not gonna tell you what to do with yours, so don't tell me what to do with mine. You already finished raising yours or whatever. Literally. Go focus on other things. And that's why, if I can't trust you to not put your ideals on my child, I'm not gonna send them around you. And then that's where we're gonna also have an issue. Yeah. You're not gonna like me, I'm not gonna like you because you finished raising your kids. It's my time now. And also, if you can't trust your husband to yeah. put you and your the way you want to raise your child, then he could literally agree with his mother. No, and the husbands could be like, "Oh, mom, like I'm gonna leave you with the kids." I know she said, "Don't give them candy," or yeah, "I know, give them candy. But, yeah, do whatever you want." Like, look, like what are you saying? And then, basically, every all the hard work you put in is just gonna, yeah. And they could also make your um, if you don't have a good in-law, like families and animals. They could probably turn their children against you. Yeah, because they're gonna be like, but grandma gives me that, or grandma lets me do anything. I'm going to grandma's. <laughs> She's not gonna give me 
and she can't remember the high heels. She can't catch it. Can't encourage this, man. Yeah, but like, um, but like, no, for real. I'm like, no, that's not good. Or also like, when they're telling you like, oh, you shouldn't do that. You or you're doing too much with your child. Like, yeah. or um, Chris Jenner, the husband, mm-hmm. hit one of the one of Scott and I don't know if it was a prank. But they told Scott and what's the name, Courtney, that the step the step grandfather hit one of his her kids, and Scott was like, "Don't you ever put a hand on my children? Like, who do you think you are?" Yeah, I would actually I would go, go to jail if one of the grandfathers or one of the grand anyone hit my child. Because if I'm not doing it, what makes you think you're doing like it? Big things. I'm not gonna punish my children with physical punishment. So I, I also literally tell my parents, they're like, they're like, they're like, I'm not gonna watch your childhood. I'm like, what do you mean you're not gonna watch my child? Because you, I, I don't want you to hit them. They're like, okay, what if they're like going crazy? What if they're like, your children are just gonna be running crazy in America? And yeah. like, why is that the only way you know how to, what's it called? And I'm like, okay, that's fine, you guys, I'm not gonna leave my kids with you guys yeah. if you guys think that that's okay. Because you're not gonna do it. If I'm not doing it, it's because I don't want my child to ever know physical pain from somebody has their in their family i don't ever want that for them literally and i just feel like sure you did whatever job you think you did a parenting or even if you're better if you think in your mind like oh but i'm giving you advice because i love you and because i want to make it easier for you like sure you could give me advice but don't try to implement it on me i'm gonna do whatever like i think is best for my child and that i feel like that's the worst part like what was the question it's um the mother-in-law. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. Girl. It's when you're married, do you trust him to put your feelings before his mother's? So oh, yeah. I feel like that—that's the most significant thing of that question for me is when children are involved, because like, if I'm telling you this is what I want and you have to tell your mother and you're gonna go behind my back and disagree with your mother, I don't. I think that's what it brings into this question. Like, that's would he put you over his mom? mom? That happens. A lady, she was pregnant. Um, her sister-in-laws and her mother-in-law, they all had the um, maybe natural birth, but she wanted to have like she wanted to be medicated. Her husband went and told. She told her whole family, his whole family, that she was gonna do it unmedicated. She was gonna be like that. And oh she got so angry. She's like, "What are you doing? Like, this is my the choice." My choice. He's like, yeah, but I just don't want you to be all whoopy when you're birthing, whatever. Like, they're strong, you could do it, you're strong. It's like, what? Well, now it's gonna become a problem. It's gonna become even more of a problem for them and the family because now she has to go tell them, I'm not doing yeah. this. This, this is- and instead of the husband standing up, like, if you don't want a problem, because if a husband's like gonna put the mom before you, then you're gonna be the one that's gonna have to stand up for yourself, and then he's gonna be like, but don't fight, don't fight. It's not you versus my mom, but you're making it that way. Yeah, making it even You're supposed to be with me. Like, even if you don't agree, just be like, this is what she wants, so this is what she's gonna, like, yeah. yes, I agree with her. Like, become, like, if you both settle on something, but don't go and tell, like, your mom, like, oh, God. That pisses me off so much. They're literally horrible. You have to really watch when you get into bed with it comes to marriage and like what kind of family you're getting into. Because you don't want that to impact your life in the future and your children. Because it will. It if will. you marry into the wrong family, it totally will impact you. But, okay. Next question. If you couldn't work anymore, can you, re- you rely on him to be the sole breadwinner? 
Yeah, I think it's really important because it comes to like ambition and also like drive. Mm-hmm. Like dating a guy, I feel like nowadays it's hard to find guys that have like that ambition or have that drive to be like. I feel like in my mom's time or like, or there probably is still, but I feel also like it comes more from like when they come from different countries. Yeah. I feel like, right? Like, I don't know, like. But I feel like people from different countries that come here and they're like, the American dream, like, we're going to work hard, we're going to try our best. My goal is to be a provider for the family. And I feel like you really need that. Like, that's one of my, the advice my grandpa told me. He was like, you need someone that has ambition, someone that works hard, that wants to provide for family. Because I feel like nowadays they really, they're like just really content where they are. Yeah. And that's the problem. That really is an issue because... Literally, and the world we're living in now, it's so easy to end up living on the streets. It's so yeah. easy to lose everything. If you have a chance to work hard and build something for yourself, you have to take it. You literally have to take it because you don't know where, it's, where you're going to end up tomorrow. You can't be with someone who just who doesn't want to work, who doesn't want to better themselves. Mm-hmm. Because it's literally all of what we all have to do. We all have to work together ourselves. So. Yeah, and like if if something happens to me, the girl, I, w- I need to trust that he's going to be like, no, my God, it's like we're going to keep going instead of just like, well, we have bad luck. I don't know, man. Like, that's it. Like, I'll try my best, but like, not really. Like, you know? And I just think like a lot of people really don't ask themselves this question either when they're like trying to get married like they're just like oh well like make money day by day and they don't think about the future yeah i don't think if i'm getting married with someone we cannot be living paycheck to paycheck yeah like we need to have a good stable life like i'm working so i can have a good stable life so i need to be with someone who's working to have a good stable life yeah like and I, I, they have to teach this in schools, for they real, because I think a lot of people just don't know how to do anything. Like, they really, they're like, well, this is how we're going to live, paycheck to paycheck, but that's not the only way you could live. Like, I, there's no way I could live like that. Like, save some money, people. Save some money. Think about your future. Think about your kids. But honestly, a lot of people also don't have the chance. But if you do have the chance, yeah, that's true. Those are for people talking about the people who do have the chance. Yeah. If you have it, take it. If you're living at your house or something with your family, you're not paying any bills. Go to school. Go learn something. Mm-hmm. Try and do something with your life because, like, do you see what world we're living in right now? You never know what things are going to go wrong. Cost of living is going up every single day. My insurance was $500 when me and my family started. It's $1,000 now. Oh my god. Yeah. That's crazy. For three cars. <gasps> but also we have flood and fire and also house insurance. Oh, okay. But it's, it was $500 so, for all of that before. That's crazy. Started. Now it's 1000 Inflation. And we told them about it and they were like, oh, well, life is going on. I'm like, what? I'm like, oh, I remember telling that the other day. I was like, that's crazy weather. Yeah, no, that's insane. That's a very important question. That is very important. Okay, and last question. If the worst traits um, in him doubled or tripled in intensity, would you still want to be with him? I think that's also a really good question. Yeah, because I think this is like about red flags that you see. 
and a lot of people like they meet someone they fall in love they're like they see a red flag and they're like it's fine i think it brings us to the first question about like the second question we would change anything about them and falling in love with potential because we're like oh it's fine like their worst traits are like bad but they don't do it all the time yeah and I think too many people ignore things that are wrong with their partners mm-hmm. because of all the other good things. But if those are things that are, if those are things get, like their worst traits, even if they doubled in intensity, it shouldn't be something that would, um, it shouldn't be something that would like break the entire relationship. Yeah. It shouldn't be with someone if their worst trait is like when they're drunk, they get super mean. Yeah. And if it doubled in intensity, like, why are you with someone who gets drunk, drunk and super mean? Yeah, because yeah. if it tripled in intensity, uh, God forbid, you don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. You know, like that's not something I think you should overlook. If they're always getting drunk and getting super yeah. mean, or if they just get drunk maybe every single weekend and they get mean. Yeah, but then I also think like, what would be like a trait that if it doubled, it wouldn't be that bad? Like something like, oh, you don't like that they chew. With their mouth open. Oh, or okay. they snore. Or okay, like, yeah. Sorry, I was really like, they're all bad, but yeah. But yeah, like, but well, it's like red flags tripling intensity. And I think a lot of people, that's what it is. They are ignoring the red flags. They're compromising things they should. They don't want to compromise, mm-hmm. like in their subconsciousness. Yeah, but and I think they also compromise it because they're like, well, at least I'm with someone right now. Like honestly, I don't even think that's what it is. I don't think a lot of people just want to be with someone because if that was true a lot of people out there would not be single what it is is i think it's like the potential thing you see someone you see the potential and there is a part of you that wants to love someone i think a lot of people want to love they want to have physical affection they want to have someone they can rely on someone they can talk to and i think it all plays into that but it's not just like i don't think it's really just like the need to be with someone yeah yeah, they want to love that someone, or they want to believe, like, oh, I already invested this time in it. Yeah. Like, it's gonna work. He's gonna change. He's gonna. The worst traits aren't gonna be that bad. Mm-hmm. But, like, they end up being that bad and worse. Mm-hmm. And you have to focus on the red flag girls and you, or guys, too. And you have to listen to your family members. Like, of course, or like, family members are your loved ones. Of course, maybe some of them. They could be your loved ones, and not like they're just snakes, right? But like most of them, I think, would want what's best for you, and you have to like put your feelings aside and really sit down and be like, I always ask myself, I'm like, if my mom saw me right now, would she be happy? Or like, if 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 I was like my daughter, or if my daughter was in this situation, would I be happy with the guy that she's dating? Or like, would I be happy with? how he's she's being treated and i feel like that really puts it in perspective on how like if you for a second think like "Mm, something she wouldn't like or things like that i feel like then you really have to ask yourself like is it worth it yeah i think it's true i think you always sometimes you just have to face the facts of the relationship just let everything out like pros cons Mm-hmm. Everything. Uh, honestly, every single time. I think what's good is that every single time something happens in your relationship, good or bad, you should write it down somewhere. Because I think idea. a lot of the times, like I was, I literally in the past, things will happen. I'm sad and I'm mad about it, but then good things happen, and, and then you're like yeah, you forget. 
like you forget the things that made you question the relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really important to write them down so that you can know everything, you don't forget what made you question it. So you know, you can see like the whole entire thing written out in front yeah. of you and not be missing pieces. You can make an informed decision like, wow, all these do these good things way more than the bad, or do the bad more way, way more than the good. Yeah. And I think if the bad weighs more than the good, yeah, and and the harsh truth is that a lot. I feel like a lot of people also see it and they know they're like, damn, I should leave, but they're like, I don't want to. I don't want to. I love like, them. I love them. Yeah. Spend so much time, money, time, money. You can work it out. Mm -hmm. Family already met them. Like even if they don't like them, like why change it up on them? You know. Yeah. And also like, in a weird way, I think like body count like. Oh, but like why like you know like a lot of people think about like or not body count per se but even like people that your family has met like my mm -hmm. boyfriend count girlfriend count like damn i don't want to be seen like a crazy person just dating around but like if you know it's not good for you you gotta do what's best yeah always put your feelings above anyone else's because it honestly just like your child's it's like your child it's gonna become a waste of time yeah Cause like, what's the point of staying with someone now just to be good if it's gonna end up future? In the future, it's gonna end. That's true. And it's probably not even gonna end good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like if you already don't see it, like ending in marriage, then why are you dating that person? I truly think that. And I think that's why how it ends in cheating, how it ends in just like wanting other things. Mm -hmm. Because you really just like, you're like, well, I'm dating him just because like we already spent this much time together, but I don't want to marry him. And then, boom, you cheat on him. Um, but yeah, that's it, right? The battery's about to die again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a little source today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we'll do it next time? Yeah, we can do it next okay. time. Um, well, thanks for watching, guys, or listening. Yes. Um, so don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and, and we'll see you next time on Two Random Girls. Bye. Bye.